So I'm thinking of choosing Ruth chapter 1 to preach on this coming Sunday. Uh, I need to choose that passage soon, it's this Sunday. <laughs> but I wrote this, goodness, a long time ago. Let's see, so this is a blog entry I wrote, when was this? So 2008. And it's based on Ruth chapter 1. It's called Choosing Life, Facing Death. I haven't read it yet, I'm going to read it out now just to help me reflect on uh, this passage to remember what I thought about it 13 years ago. <laughs> so this is Choosing Life, Facing Death based on Ruth chapter 1. And just a warning, it's probably not going to be very good, but um, for what it's worth, this is what I wrote. Our choices in the face of death reflect our priorities in life. This was clear from our study of Ruth chapter 1 last Sunday. Elimelech chose life when faced with the threat of starvation. He moved the family from Israel to the foreign land of Moab. There was no house in the house of bread, Bethlehem. Naomi, having lost her husbands and two sons, chose to return home when she heard that God had blessed Israel with food again. It's easy to be critical of Elimelech, to be critical of Naomi. Elimelech, whose name means my God is king, sure didn't act as if he trusted God to provide during those times of hardship. We were meant to see God's hand of judgment behind not just his death, but the death of both his sons. Ironically, in choosing life, Elimelech received death. Similarly, Bible commentators note the difference, sorry, the significance of Naomi's return home, verse 6. Uh, return, put that in quotes. It's, in the same, it's the same word used of repentance, return. Elsewhere in the Old Testament, the word is used to describe instances when the nation of Israel turns back to God. It's equally true, however, to note that it is God who brings her home. Naomi says, as much, the Lord has brought her back empty. It's not so much a recognition of the sovereignty of God as it is a complaint against an Almighty who has left her no other choice for survival. Behind our life choices is the will of God sovereignly acting for His purposes. When faced with tragedy and loss, isn't it cruel to imply that we shouldn't make choices that preserve our lives and livelihood? There was a famine in Israel, should we be so quick to condemn Elimelech for leaving? Naomi had buried her husband, both her sons. Doesn't she have a right to be bitter, even angry, now that even with signs of God's provision in the land, it seems like too little, too late. But there is one more life choice in the story that we need to consider. Ruth, the widow of one of Naomi's sons, chooses to return with her mother-in-law to her people, to her land, and ultimately to her God. This is verses 16 and 17. Naomi tells Ruth to return to her own homeland in Moab. That's the pragmatic choice which her other daughter-in-law, Orpah, took. Tagging along with Naomi meant that Ruth would be a foreigner in a land that was in turmoil during the rule of the judges, verse 1, with no protection, with little prospect of marriage, support, or income. It would be tantamount to choosing death over life. But that's not how Ruth sees it. That's not how we're meant to see an alternative to choosing life. In the face of the threat of death, the option of returning to a better life Ruth chooses something else, else, 
Ruth chooses God. She chose God over returning to life in Moab, and she twice invoked death as a penalty should she leave Naomi and her God. Actually, verse 17 reveals that Ruth sees God's judgment over unfaithfulness even more severely than death itself. For Elimelech and Naomi, for Ruth and all of us, the choice we need to make in this life isn't so much between life and death. We have neither the insight, the foresight, or ability to decide the outcome of our existence. The true choice that faces us as creatures under the guiding hand of our Creator is between living for God and living for ourselves. Jesus says in John 5:24, I tell you the truth. Whoever hears my word and believes in him who sent me has eternal life and will not be condemned. He has crossed over from death to life. For Christians, the choice is a clear one in Jesus. What Jesus is saying here is no Jesus, no life. No Jesus, no life. Or in Cantonese, mo Jesus, mo life. <laughs> in the coming weeks, you'll see that because God because Ruth chose God, she received life. And yeah, so yeah, that's what I wrote uh, all those years ago um, about Ruth chapter one, about that choice that we all have, not just choosing between life and death, but choosing between living for God and living for ourselves. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we have this choice in Jesus to be able to turn to Him and to turn away from ourselves. So we pray that we'll do this in repentance and in faith in Him. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.